0: the ice is broken here. All right. Um, Thanks for doing this, Jamar. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, Definitely interested in learning more about your background and kind of, uh, you know, your journey through social media. So why don't you maybe let the listeners know, like, what are you, uh, what are you working on? And uh, maybe just introduce
1: yourself. Yeah, well, um, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Jamar. I am a social media strategist for coaches, consultants, um, experts, anyone that needs to like use their actual brand to actually bring in cash for their business. Um, I started just um, my my first big boy job was out of college in um, twenty fourteen, and I managed about two hundred real agents' social media accounts. And through that whole time, it was so like it was like so. Realtors sometimes have like a bad rap, like at times because they, they want things the way that they want it, and um, with the social media package that they bought, it was a little bit harder to, for them to have that customized thing, and so with me wanting to kind of help them take it a step further, I kind of branched out and did, and did my own thing, and so through that, I was able to kind of just work with people one-on-one through my strategy sessions, VIP days, and my um, group, group coaching program.
0: Love that. So... Let's uh let's go back to the beginning. Like what did like what interests you about social media just generally speaking? Like what made you like decide, okay, I'm gonna I think we all kinda look at it from a certain perspective, mm-hmm. like is this something that is like, is it a real world type of thing? Or is it like just making more of who you already are? Like, how do you think about that?
1: It So the way that I started into social media, I kind of fell into it. So when I was in college, I had got. Um, so so I went to ODU and I, had to get my internship credit some kind of way. And it got to a point to where um, I was looking for these internships, but I was like, I kind of want to get paid, and I'm like, okay, so what So what do I do? And I also, like, I guess I, I, I kind of finessed the system or something because I took four internships <laughs> in like two years, and I got credit for two, which is really good, I, I, apparently you can only get one, one credit for one internship, but who knows, and um. I went to different businesses and wanted like experience in like PR, graphic design, all these things because I knew that people outside in like the corporate world they wanted um, someone to have a ton of experience, but you know right out of college. And so I kind of took it upon myself and just applied for all those um, for all those internships. And in the internships, they kind of just put me into social media. And I think that happens to, to like a lot of people when it was like in 2014, when you're like just starting out, you, you kind of, if you're like the young one in the company, they kind of just like kind of give you the Facebook account and they're like, uh, do something nice, do something cool, make it go viral. And um, that's kind of like where I started. And I, f- and I found out that I was kind of Good with it and how simple social media was back then. You know, I knew how to write a post and I, I knew how to kind of uh, structure it for, you know, to make the business look good, right? And then I kind of dabbled in PR because of that, because at that time social media and PR kind of went very close together. And um, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. And then ever since then, um, because the bulk of my internships became social media based, I kind of just sprung like sprung board into that because that's kind of where my strength kind of grew after all that time makes sense
0: and so when it comes to I guess clients like how did you sort of get your first clients and like what type of like work were you doing was it social media management like just managing comments or Mm -hmm. were you like doing something different like curating like how the feed actually looks or like what type of work were you doing in the early days?
1: So when I first started out, when I was like, okay, I want to help more people um, better than how the company that I was working with were like doing for, like, for them. So all I knew was management. So all I knew was like, I know how to like make posts and put them on social media accounts. Right. And so I was like, that's what I'm going to do, but I'm going to try my best to kind of make it a lot more, um, like customized for them like you know like more like where they have a say in it and um so starting out i was getting clients through craigslist and um that was great. i, love I that. was like what can i do because like it was only what were you
0: me... doing in craigslist like what would you look under like the app the classified like the so services I, section or yeah like...
1: <laughs> so i use the so i used the um the job section so there was like a Back in the day there was like a way like we're like where contractors also posted in the job mm. section. like so it was like a like a mix of people looking for jobs and people hiring people for jobs. Yep. And so like I would say so I so I still have I still use like my same screenshot yeah. that I um like had so I still use my um, Craigslist um ad in all of my webinars and stuff because it's like I feel like people, like, forget about Texas sometimes, but, um... it's there. It's got, like,
0: how many... It's got to have a crazy amount of people there. Oh, my this. gosh,
1: yeah. And so I was posting, um, experienced social media manager, um, for freelance, like, opportunities, right? And so I told them that I would, um, post on their Facebook, um, Twitter, uh also like Facebook and maybe even LinkedIn, um, I was like just doing a lot of like management and, and also reputation management for them, like just kind of getting their listings on like Google+, Yahoo, and Bing, um, just kind of getting, getting their stuff set up, and then the management after.
0: Understood. And did you have a, it sounds like you kind of refined over time and got like more niche and got more like, yeah you know, specialized, like mm-hmm. right? what are you kind of specialize in today and... What type of industries do you
1: focusing on? So, um, typically now I specialize in the strategy side. So not so much the like day-to-day posting. Cause at that point, like I kinda of take people who are already the expert and help them show and show them how they need to make a strategy to actually bring people into their business to, to get those leads that they want through online marketing. So it's a lot more like content marketing based, um, strategic marketing based, like, you know, learning how to like actually sell in DMs versus just kind of, you know, just mass blasting people. Like, kind of treat, understanding how to use social media as a strategic tool and not so much as, like, just a marketing medium, just kind of just um, one, one to many.
0: Yep. And so from a, I guess, evolution standpoint, mm-hmm. like, what type of clients are you working with in terms of, like, who are you, like, are you working with Walmart-sized company, like, Fortune One, or are you working with, like, You know solopreneurs like who do you kind of specialize
1: in yeah um, typically it is the solopreneur the um the like career coach the um the financial advisor um people who are really like they need their the only way that they can get people to know more about them is by kind of opening up a little bit more because no one's going to trust you unless um you kind of do that and also show that you're the expert at the same time. So um, I'm, I normally focus on those, but then I also have some some kind of corporate clients where um, I think about just a few months ago, I worked with OU Athletics and kind of held a VIP day with them and kind of Taught their whole athletics division how to properly um, use social media to get more people to come to the stadium and to all of their other events out there. Okay. So it's so, so it's so it's a little bit of a mix. Like you know, um, I don't get that many like corporate clients, but um, most of my base is in the solopreneur or the small business um, aspect of it. Um, but every now, every now and again, people talk and then someone has, like, a friend or a connection in a corporate company and, and they're like, Jamar can help you, you should get him to help you, like, y'all are doing kind of okay, but or he can make no. you better, yeah, so, yeah.
0: How, okay, um, how do, how did you sort of get into what I guess I consider uh, productizing your services, like, you, you say you have, like, kind of workshops, you have courses, and maybe, mm-hmm talk about how did you begin that like was that when you first started did you come out with these products or were these oh products that you developed like after just answering the same <clears throat> 10 discovery questions or something with the mm-hmm. client and they're like you know they're asking the same questions so you were able to like make a format it's actually just easier for you in the end of the day to just make a nice like package and uh it gets the, the, the prospect or client to commit or How do you, Mm -hmm. like, what do you
1: think about that? So before, um, so before I was just, like, all over the place where I, which I'm very proud of of myself where I'm, like, a lot more, like, no, this is what I do, this is, this is kind of the format, if you don't like it, then I'm probably not your, like, your person to work with, right, so, but, but before, um, I found out that I was really transitioning into the strategy side because, like, I was, I was growing in my actual, like, corporate career too so it was so I was like moving jobs to doing more strategy type based on um, base things so as my career grew in my corporate side so was my business too so what was happening was um, I was getting promoted I was moving into more strategy um. Strategy, lead generation type of positions. And so um, I was able to kind of learn that and teach that to my own clients too. So it's not just about having a pretty feed. It's not just about uh, posting every single day, just anything. It's more about like, are you connecting to your client? Are you posting the right kind of stuff? Doesn't really matter what time you post. Are you going to be, uh, but are you posting the right stuff? Are you sending out the right messages that are going to get people to do what you want them to do? And so over time, um, I kind of saw, I was making people think about that. And so when people were, were hiring me for management, they're like, I, I just want you to post this stuff for me. But they didn't understand that I needed that information to post for them for it to work. And um, then over time, I started getting a little bit burnt out with management and said, you know what, I'm going to kind of shift a little bit and um, help people actually do what I, um, do what I um, know how to do because um, every now and again, I would get like friends um, or like other like solopreneur people that were like, "Hey, like, let me ask you this question about like this this type of product or that kind of product, or should I be um, should I be posting this? Like, I just can't can't get captions like like or what hashtag should I be using?" And so um, it kind of got to the point to where I started realizing that that these people don't really understand who they're talking to. They don't really understand the idle client. They don't know who is the person that they want to connect with, or they want to take like like that they want to get money from, um, because we're kind of all taught just to kind of like keep on making money, keep on pushing out stuff. You have to go like um, spend as, spend as much money as you ha- like like half hustle, but um, there is another way to do that. Um, and if you kind of just take, take some time, learn more about your, your, your ideal customer, the other things kind of fall into um, place. And so that's kind of where I started branching off into the strategy sessions because so now my sessions are my whole, my, my whole like, system into 90 minutes right and so then and then you have homework and then we we kind of have your whole like your whole marketing strategy for the first 90 days and then we'll see you in like sorry the first 60 days and then what is wrong with me the 30 days and then I'll see them again <laughs> next month and then um the the VIP days are more so like it's, it's like a long form like meeting where we're sitting for like half a day, maybe even like a full day, which is like um, eight hours, sorry, not eight hours. It's more like six hours. The half day is four hours. And um, we go through my whole thing. We make sure that you're, that you're talking to the right people. Your website is good. Your landing pages are good. Um, you have a system in place to kind of make a custom, to, like to make a follower into a customer. Um, and you have an email, a marketing system. On funnel in place so that you can kind of just start focusing on making content versus on um, versus, you know Having to do all the things at once. So I'm trying to also shift them into thinking higher level more more automation So that they can focus up on that connection point.
0: Yeah, and um, So how many different products do you totally like currently offer in your whole like menu? Like
1: what would um, I would say um, All together, maybe I would say like four. So there's the, like how we just talked about the strategy sessions, the one-on-one. Then we have the VIP day, um, which is just, just like one day. Then we have the um, option for the um, like coaching program, which is three months. And then we have um, every now and again, I open up it to like a group setting. So that's four. And then um, I guess five would also be my online um, like store or like every now and again, I may record a training that I kind of sell just for passive income.
0: And what kind of uh, results or what kind of like things are working best right now from a digital standpoint um, for clients or yourself? Is it, are you seeing a lot of like, is Instagram still a good place? Is it, are you on something new and emerging like a TikTok making, you know, a whatever TikTok video, or are you on YouTube making something more long form? What's, what's like, what's working?
1: So I, so I always say, so for me, um, YouTube and Instagram are like my um, main, main platforms, right? But that's because um, for me and for people that I teach, um, I teach them how to build their authority and also kind of set these systems in place. And so with YouTube being a, um, a, Search engine is the second largest search engine, right? With Google being one. You're teaching, you're trying to build your authority on YouTube, and um, the long game is for people to find you through search if you optimize your videos properly and things like that. With Instagram, it's a lot more like quicker, right? So it's well, it can be a little bit quicker, and so I'm using Instagram um, to build that that relationship, like searching for people a lot more. Like you can find people, you can actually find your 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 ideal client, love them up. Um, get them to know a lot more about you build that know that know, that know that I can trust, and then convert them into a an actual client so um those are the two things that i've been um using um the most uh Pinterest is also a good one um, but for anyone like starting out, I would just say um, maybe using something t- like using a search engine based um, platform and a a kind of like relationship based one as well like so for me, it's YouTube and Instagram.
0: What's the trick with Pinterest? I mean, I know infographics are good. I know boards, pen influencers. Mm-hmm. I just get annoyed. <laughs> what, I mean, like, what, what is it? Like, how do you use it and make it... Successful.
1: So the third largest search engine is Pinterest. And so that's why people are like, what is with it? Because um, it, you have to use it like it is a search engine. And um, same thing for YouTube. You have to um, pin things that people are, are actually searching for. So um, if I am trying to like teach people about things, um, about, social, like, about social media or like business, I'm going to be um, writing blogs or writing content that is geared towards that and then optimizing that pin. So it's all about, do you have the best pin to compete with the other pins, basically, right? And um, the way that you do that is you give Pinterest as much information as possible. And so it's not just visual stuff, it's also what's inside the, um, what's inside the description and what your pin clicks to, right? So um, not to get too complicated, just thinking about all that kind of stuff. So playing with the imagery, like, you know, is there, is it just a more, like, um, Image focus, or is there text heavy? You know, um, playing with different colors, what are those things that um, would go well with, with your audience? And um, then when it comes to like the SEO side, what's it like? What does your headline say? Is that, does it include certain keywords that people are, 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 are searching for on Pinterest, right? Um, and same thing for the description and um, whatever you click through. Does it match what, does the website that you're clicking to match what's in your pin? Um, So all that logic kind of goes into it and people kind of think that they can just kind of just Just kind of put things up on Pinterest and then um, they're like, why is it not working? It's because Pinterest kind of they know what you're doing Um, but along with that there's a lot of like you have to start um, engaging with people as well. So a lot of social media is you got to be social. So you have to find those group boards that are similar to you that you can kind of repin some of their stuff and they'll repin some of your stuff and you can start contributing to their things, right? So it's all about becoming like, you know, committed and invested into that, that community because, you know, like, like how with anything, if you invest time into something, it will grow. If you like have a community, they will support you, and that's kind of the that's kind of the mindset behind those um those group boards.
0: What about? I feel like I think about um, kind of Facebook groups and you know kind of stuff like this. As I feel like there's a lot of opportunity with groups. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of opportunity, like Reddit, for like kind of deep internet like. You know, cultural places where people are talking about stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I just educate myself just by, like, being in certain Reddit forums, but I I haven't really turned on, like, maybe the business side of it where, like, we could be adding value and adding Mm -hmm. subreddits, whatever, jumping in conversation. What do you think about that? Because I I feel like you've got that kind of, you know, your parallel if you're on Craigslist going into the job to find stuff. This is very similar tactic wise. It's just yeah. like you can jump in and you know, you could jump in a conversation on Reddit or Cora mm-hmm. or Twitter, even and that can lead to like mm-hmm. opportunity. Like I I can yeah. I can think of at least one um, Reddit thing as I talk through it that mm-hmm. I jumped in a Reddit and, and just because I was kinda knowledgeable about something, mm-hmm. it allowed me to sort of lead to an opportunity for us so yeah definitely what what's your thought on facebook groups like how can a how can a company use facebook groups and be successful or something similar
1: mm-hmm. so physical product yeah any any um with <clears throat> anything being helpful and adding value right so um contributing without expecting anything in return which is kind of like how um that's how you would see reddit because the because i mean if you're on reddit um any like reddit users the one like the the first time that you start trying to sell something they are on you (laughs) they shut it down (laughs) like they are not for it and so um, (laughs) (laughs) they will shut it down because they are i don't know why i just think like reddit users are like um like like, they're like yeah they're like yelp and i almost i don't know i just feel like they're like very wordy and smart and they're like i like they kind of peep game before anyone else does and so um I wouldn't go I would um, only only um kind of talk about your product if it makes sense in the moment. Um don't share a link to buy. They will research they are Reddit. They, they they know how to do that. Same thing for Facebook. You, like Facebook is a little bit more lenient, right? Because um, it all depends on whatever the group rules are. Same thing for like for like Reddit, but Reddit is little, they are very strict. But for um Facebook if you can easily just like private message someone your like link if like you have given so much value and, and they're like, "No no, I want to know more about x y and z you you can do that it's kind of um, a different little like manually getting like those leads like those people to be uh, engaged with you right and to follow you on different networks or um getting the opportunity to dm them that's kind of like the End game of that kind of strategy. So giving value, being helpful, making sure that they know your name, like making, like making sure that they know that you are the person to go to with this question about X, Y, and Z because um, that's going to make them want to connect with you even more and learn more about you and then hopefully buy your product.
0: So how are you kind of spending most of your time in your business? Are you spending more of your time? Do you feel like working with clients and working maybe on a coaching session or... Being in a meeting with them, or you feel like you're doing more like maybe working on the business like strategizing mm-hmm. on like optimization for that same strategy meeting that you're planning to have you're just making it like more robust because you know like there's a certain period in that where maybe there's a lull and you want to like fill that in with some content mm-hmm. or maybe you put too much content in there and it's just like confusing or like how, do, how are you sort of organizing
1: your, your business time So most of the time it is like with, it's either with clients or it's actually like doing things that would give clients like those actual, um, like kind of needle moving moments, right? So it's not so much the content creation or the, um, the things that make you look busy, um, because they're good and the, and you need them, but you also need to be strategic and you need to be, um, aware of how much time that takes. So um, people think that people see my stuff and, and they just think, oh, my God, you're just like recording videos all the time or you're doing all this stuff. No, I bash record. <laughs> I hire a um, a media editor to edit my stuff so I can focus back up on getting clients. Right. So um, most of my stuff, most of my time is um, dealing with clients or, or getting clients through, um, you know, like DMing them or kind of just. Those like those kind of lead generation things, like getting on calls, trying to get them to kind of be more educated about what I have to offer to them. Um, those kind of act- activities, and then I kind of just calendar block all the other stuff.
0: What kind of onboarding prep do you typically want clients to have before you sign them up? Like, what stuff should they have access to? They need to have logins, um, files for pictures and videos to post, copy. What type of stuff do you um, think I guess they
1: have? the I guess the perfect um, client will have they will already have like this know-how of okay they already know that, that that they have that they need content so either they have like a catalog of pictures or they have a catalog of um, videos or some kind of like they have content to put out they just don't know how to put it out right and so um because if they hire me and I don't have anything thing thing to work with is kind of like a waste i mean i would tell them what what to do but we can't actually take action in that session right so um, having like having some kind of content or like having it planned um, shoot or something like that already like on the back end or like or up on your calendar and then um, in like sessions i could work with them on like planning out what a shoot would be right like, planning out like make sure that you get these kind of things because these are the kind of like um, these are the types of photos or types of, of imagery that you want to convey to people to buy this whatever. And um, other than that, there's a need to know, there's need, like, need to have an idea of like, who they want to target. Like, what is their end goal? And then I can help them connect the dots.
0: How do you price
1: your work? How do you price your service? I've priced it, I've priced it based upon, (laughs) so (laughs) there has been, so there was a time where I literally, um, like my first client, um, love her so much, Um, she was the first person, she was, she's a hairstylist, and uh, when I first started, I priced it at like $150 a month of management, and I was dying, right, and so I was like so burnt out, but I also didn't have that much experience. I also didn't, like, really know anything. And so over time, I looked I looked at, okay, how much time is this going to, like, take me to do? How much time am, am I investing? in? what is the value that I'm going to give to people? And then, so my pricing has changed over time, but, like, right now, I have... I've made it to where it's more of a higher thing because I want people who are ready to like, actually put in the work and actually listen to what I have to say. So like, a lot of times um, we, how can I say this without being like really mean? There are people who have, there are different types of people in the world, right? And there are people who um, really want to achieve the results, but they are not willing to put in the work, right? So, they see you, they, they see all the work that you're putting in, and they're like, I just want to be around you. Just want the <laughs> they just like the easy They just want the easy button. And um, there is not an easy button. And so, I've had clients in the past, when I had it a little bit lower, to where they would be like, it would seem like they were highly motivated, right? But then, when I check up on them, or when we kind of have our next session, they're like, oh yeah, um, I couldn't, what was that thing that you told me that I had to do? And I'm like, okay. Your money is great, but I need you to have results. I need you to like actually do things that you feel good about this transaction because if you keep on working with me and not feeling like your business is moving, I'm not doing my job and I look like a scammer. (laughs) So I need for you to do something. So I um, kind of transitioned to a higher level. So like, for example, like my, like my ninety um, minute um, coaching se- my like um my my ninety minute strategy session is three seventy five, and in that I am walking them through their website content, everything that they need to do for the next thirty days, right? And so with that, after that 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 session, you should have everything that you need for the next month, and you should be able to get, to be getting a sale to cover whatever you have to pay me. And that's kind of the, of the way that I see it, where it's in your hands. The, like the, you have skin in the game, and you're willing to commit and actually do it, and, and actually put in the work to you know accomplish and achieve those those results. And so, it's been a it's been a a struggle sometimes to um, kind of pick that. To like to kind of price my stuff, but right now I feel so good about it, and I feel like if you are ever in a position of like figuring out what you should be pricing your 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 services, if you don't feel good about it, then raise it. That's kind of how I've kind of learned by in the, like in the um in the my whole journey because. I'm over here in in everyone, in everyone else's pockets, like, thinking, oh, can they afford this? Can they afford that? When when they can, but they were going to say no to me anyway, so why am I worrying about how much they can, like, actually pay? How about I actually charge what I want to charge and what makes me feel happy and what makes me feel like I can give them the, like, like give me, give, oh, my God, make them feel like I can give them 110%, like, right out the gate without feeling like I'm, like, regretting this decision. So... That's how I price my stuff.
0: I like that. I think we got the quote right there for the episode. If you don't feel good about it, the prices, raise them. That's, I, think that's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. I think that's right. Um, no, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate you for uh, sharing pearls of wisdom with us. Mm-hmm. Um, where can the listeners connect with you and follow you and uh, connect for more, more of this?
1: Yeah, so um, they can... Um <laughs> Visit my website at jamardigs.com, on Instagram, at jamardigs. Everything is at jamardigs. Um, and if you want to follow me on YouTube, it just go to youtube.com. Oh, actually, that's a lie. Go to jamardigs.com slash YouTube because I haven't claimed the thing yet. But, mm. <laughs> um, but if you just search for me, it, I will pop up.
0: Awesome. Thanks for doing this.
1: Yeah, thank you for, for having me.